Hey everybody, so listen, I know that this story can be quite confusing when it comes to Sasha Banks and Naomi, but hear me out. They're saying that this isn't a work, number one. So you need to have accurate information before you formulate an opinion. I recommend going to Black, Black Wrestling Alliance's page on Instagram. You can go, it's at Black Wrestling Alliance. It's right there. You can follow them on Twitter or Instagram. And they have the most accurate information you can get next to us. You can also follow us on our Instagram at D4TC underscore podcast to look at all of the information that came out about the um the walkout so hopefully this will help you have formulate a accurate opinion with accurate information so you're not coming out the box with something weird because some of these some of these pages have some weird stories and they're just making shit up so with all that being said i hope you guys enjoy this podcast and i'll see you guys in our next one Welcome back to Dr. The Count. It is the Gents. I am one-fourth of your co-host, Tiffany E. And we are missing two of our co-hosts this week. Janae is out. She had to work. And Alexis is out. Um, hopefully, they'll be back next week when we do the show next week. So just just pray for them. Or do your little spiritualness, whatever you got to do. They'll be back. Um, I do have Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> I do have Nicole, and we always got room for family, so we just here this week. Um, Don right. said he'll be back next week to do his, um, you know, hard truths with Don. So there's that. Um, but Rico's here, so we're happy to have Rico as always. All right. I was gonna come up with a tagline, but the moment's gone. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot's been happening for the last couple of days i had an episode planned because wrestling has been pretty mellow for the last couple of months you know and i was like it's nice you know it's quiet and as soon as you say that shit pops off okay so we're gonna cover nash carter's statement because he did give a statement and he has returned to the wrestling scene unfortunately it isn't to the wwe but right now given the circumstances kind of glad he's not there with all that being said we're gonna start off with carter and then we're gonna move into what everybody's talking about which is naomi and sasha walking out of monday night raw and we're gonna give you guys our opinion on it because there's so many conflicting stories and we can only go with what's being proven to be true, okay? So let's start off with Carter, all right? Um, I'm going to make it easy, and I'm just going to read you his statement. We've already covered Nash Carter's situation. We did that um, on a previous podcast. It's, it's up if you want to go listen to it and give yourself a refresher. You definitely can, but I'm not going to go over it again because I don't feel like it. So, um, he made Sorry, a statement. My cat's <laughs> oh, it's fine. Oh, we love Boris. He made a statement in regards to the um, photo where he was imitating Hitler. Um, he didn't respond to the abuse allegations, but it doesn't matter because everything his ex-wife was saying was false to begin with. Okay, but here we go. The statement reads, no words can truly describe how ashamed and apologetic I am for my conduct in the photograph. There's no excuse for such behavior, and I take full responsibility for my actions and ask for forgiveness. This picture was taken in 2015, a time where I was uneducated on the topic and therefore didn't understand the magnitude of how hurtful it was. In 2020, someone was trying to extort me. I threatened to post it on social media, sent it to my wife to discuss the situation, and apparently she kept it and then decided to retaliate for the, the filing of the divorce to post it on social media. Regardless of how the photograph came to light, there still is no excuse for my actions. Over the past month, I have taken time to reflect on my conduct, to which I express my utmost remorse and regret. I have spent time off social media to refresh and re-educate myself about the horrors of the Holocaust. I truly do hope that this situation will teach and bring awareness to the horrific tragedy that took place so that something like this will never happen again. I can assure you that this will. this is not who I am or what I represent as a human being, and I feel it is never too late to educate or better yourself. 
If you are ever in the Orlando area, take some time to visit the Holocaust Memorial Resource and Education Center of Florida, where you can learn about the history and depth of what took place. It was an incredibly eye-opening and impactful experience that teaches the importance of this history. Now, this statement was released um, yesterday. It was posted yesterday to Fightful's website. And Jeremy Lambert is the author of this particular um, statement. He also says in this article that um, he didn't address any of the issues that came along with the domestic violence abuse. And, and he has been booked for a show. It is Circle Six, No Peace Underground, and it's supposed to happen on May 21st. Um, so I guess if you want all the details on that, you can Google it because I don't have any of those details, but we're supposed to be focusing on his statement. So I will let Nicole go first and then Rico, you can go after her and then I'll round it out and we'll finish on Nash Carter. So Nicole, um, what do you think about his statement? Um, I think it was well written and to the point said what needs to be said again. Um, I don't want to do like I always preach to others um, how people like to accept apologies for other demographics when it's not in their place to. So I will not do that. Um, I am not obviously of Jewish descent or have any family members that were unfortunately affected during that horrific point in time. So it's not in my place to accept that apology. Um, I just hope that he learns and grows from it and doesn't, and then obviously takes everything to heart and to like, quote unquote, do better. Well, Rico, you're up. Um, piggybacking off of what Nicole just said again, like, you know, none of us in this, you know, in this like Zoom call right now are of Jewish descent and you know I really want to drive that point of like if you are not of Jewish Jewish descent you have no business accepting this apology like I I think it's a really well you know written apology and I think he really you know if anyone you know has you know ever like been caught in the crossfires of social media and when like things like this come to light and you know you need to write an apology i feel like this is a good like example because he addresses the situation he gives an explanation provides you know resources he doesn't shy away from it which i really like he addressed it for what it was uh, but again it's like you know this isn't my apology to accept it's those who were affected by the holocaust and the ancestors of those people so you know, as far as, you know, the whole situation in and of itself, you know, I'm glad that he took the time away to kind of refocus and recenter and, you know, to really, like, kind of deal with what he needs to deal with. Um, and I just hope he takes the time that he needs, you know, take as much time as he needs away. Uh, but, yeah, it's a good apology. It felt sincere. Um, and I hope that, you know, you know, those that were affected can forgive them. And if they choose not to, then that's okay as well. Well, <clears throat> I cannot, um, again, like the Rico and Nicole said, we can't, we can't say, okay, all is forgiven. We can't do that. That's not our, all we can do is assess the situation for what it is and give our opinion of it. The reality is I I feel bad for all parties involved except for Kimberly. Um, I feel bad for the people who are offended by the photo because I can understand how that can be offensive. I feel bad for Nash Carter because he lost his career over something stupid. Um, and honestly, I thought it was a well-written apology. I thought it, it was straight to the point. And he also acknowledged and continued to acknowledge the mistake on his part. He did acknowledge what Kimber did, but he focused on himself, and that's just how you should apologize. If the community decides that they want to accept his apology, it is up to them. I can't accept his apology, but I can empathize with the community and sympathize to understand 
I mean, we've all experienced it in some kind of way, somebody doing something offensive to um, our race, our communities in various ways. So we can understand where the Jewish community could be coming from. So hopefully um, they will do whatever they deem is appropriate in terms of Nash Carter. But in my eyes, he's done everything that he can. It's now on the people that he offended of what they decide they want to do. So good on him for posting, um, putting a statement out there. And I hope you sue Kimber's ass because she deserves to be sued. I'm sorry. Anyway, <clears throat> with all that being said, uh, now we have to start talking about Sasha and, and Naomi. Um, to not make this long and to keep this condensed down to the point, Sasha and Naomi were upset about the way that the titles were being booked because, in fact, they were not booked at all. And they weren't going to be booked for the next month and a half because the tag team titles for the women are not set to be defended until money in the bank, which means they would have gone past June, um, which is held in the cell, no title defense, and they would have moved into June and then started um, their feud with Nikki Ash and um, Piper. At least that's what we were led to believe. Monday came around, they, they announced the six-pack challenge match and everybody either was confused or excited about the match. That was usually the consensus that I got. I was confused because they were tag team champions. I didn't understand why they were in the match to begin with. There were other women back there that they could have put in that match. They didn't need to put them in it. But I imagine if I'm thinking as a business, the reason why they put Sasha and Naomi in the match is because they're two of the biggest veterans in the division at this point who are readily available outside of Asuka and Becky, and that could make the match bigger. Fine. I never expected either one of them to win the match. So I said, okay, cool. We're watching the show, and as the show progresses, Becky Lynch is in the back talking to Adam, and she's like, Naomi and Sasha just walked out. They're gone. Took their bags and left. I'm like, what is going on here? Is this a work? Is this an angle? Corey is on commentary, and just about every time he gets the chance, he's doubling down on the fact that Sasha and Naomi walked out. And, in, and going back to what he usually does, which is destroy Sasha on commentary, face or heel, he goes at her neck every fucking time. So he kept doing it. And I'm just like, this is really off-putting. Like, what is going on? Then the reports pop up. Sean Ross said, Sasha and Naomi really did walk out. And we're like, um, what is going on here? What happened? As the show goes on, they continue to, to show it and they continue to double down on it. And then we get the final match. They changed the match to Asuka and Becky, which to my point, they should have let, had that from the beginning. I, I didn't understand why they did the six pack challenge to begin with, but whatever. And then the show's over. So as I am doing my lives after the show, which, which I usually do, more information starts to come out, but it is more information from various sources. Nobody has a clear cut reason as to what's going on and WWE didn't issue a statement until after the show was over about an hour or two after the show was over the official statement came out so to be fair I won't read everything I'll summarize it so you understand what's going on essentially Sasha and Naomi walked out they walked out because in the beginning, um, earlier that day, they had an issue with the way that the main event match was booked. Sasha felt like she and Naomi should be focusing on building their feud with Piper and Nikki. And Naomi agreed. 
So Sasha was like, I don't like this. This doesn't work. Why are you putting us in this six-pack challenge? I'm going to talk to Vince. She goes and she talks to him. And Vince McMahon agrees after they have the conversation. He says that he's going to order a rework of the match. It's supposed to be redone by the time they get about an hour before the show. They should get a new script telling them how things should go. They get that script and it hasn't been changed or reworked. It hasn't been fixed. So Sasha and Naomi are obviously pissed and in their feelings, okay? They then go and they try to get back in touch with Vince. I talk to him again. He's not wavering on the rework in any way, shape, or form. According to some reports, he's not wavering. Other reports say he was on their side. But it doesn't seem that way, seeing as how they still left, okay? Now, there are reports floating out there that says that she and Naomi were not comfortable with working with Piper and Nikki. That also is in WWE's statement, and that is not true. They had no issues with working with them because, in fact, they wanted the program to be between the four of them from the beginning to build up the few for money in the bank. Okay, this story blew up into a massive thing. And one thing that we couldn't understand was one, why was WWE putting out a statement that directly attacked Naomi and Sasha as if they were causing discord backstage amongst the talent and producers, okay? Two, there were so many conflicting reports coming out at one time that the only thing that remained the same was that Naomi and Sasha were unhappy and that WWE pretty much threw them under the bus for it. Now, the third aspect to this story is how the fans are reacting. A lot of the fans are calling Naomi and Sasha unprofessional for walking out before a show. <laughs> So I'm going to make this short and sweet, and then I'll let Rico start, and then Nicole can follow up, and then we'll finish. When it came down to how they did what they did, they went through all of the proper channels before they walked out. They spoke to higher-ups in management. They voiced their grievances. And then they even talked to Vince McMahon himself, who agreed that what they were saying was true. And when those changes that they requested did not happen and all of their grievances fell on deaf ears, that is when they decided that the only way they were going to hear us was we're going to have to do something drastic. And that is why they walked out. I see a lot of comparisons to Tony Storm and Jeff Hardy, but they're two totally three different situations. Tony Storm could not hack the schedule and the time needed to dedicate to the company and to the schedule that they set for the superstars. Jeff Hardy was tired. According to him and everybody else around him, WWE wasn't giving him what he wanted, so he walked. He was done. These two didn't walk out in the middle of a match. They didn't walk out in the middle of a show. They left before it even started. So they had more than enough time to fix or correct or change. And they damn sure did not have to go on air and double down on the fact that they left because no one would have known that they left except for the dirt sheets. No one would have known if they had to just did their fucking job and focused on the show itself. Instead, they chose to throw the women under the bus. It's a little baffling, and I'm not too keen on WWE right now. But Rico, you go ahead and you give your analysis of it. Nicole, you're up, and then we'll finish this out. So this is a very, very tense situation, and. I have gone on record, I think, in Tiff's lives, especially about how I didn't agree with Tony Storm and Jeff Hardy and how they both chose to leave the company because I believe in those cases they left very unprofessionally. 
And, you know, like I said, I'm like, there are proper ways, you know, proper channels to go through. And I believe that in those situations and why these, those three, these three situations can't be compared is because Tony and Jeff didn't go through the proper channels, whereas Sasha and Naomi did. They said, this doesn't make any sense. We would like this to be changed. They took it up with this man and apparently he ordered a re, you know, a reorganization of it. And apparently, you know, the reorganization of it still either it wasn't any different or it still didn't really fit with what Naomi and Sasha wanted. And after, you know, negotiation again, that's when they decided to leave. And I believe that they are more justified in their decision to leave than Tony and Jeff were simply because, again, they went through the proper channels multiple times. Not only that, but then Sasha and Naomi both are such top billing stars. And this is something that I think needs to be addressed more in that the women, even the top stars in the women's division don't have as much pull as the men do because we have heard multiple times of how Randy Orton has left during tapings or before a show is over. We have heard how Roman, you know, when I believe it was like he has enough sway in the back to choose not to do anything. If they come to him with a plan that he doesn't like, they'll rework it until it fits his liking. Or if he said once more time in his matches, they'll cut segments to fit his liking. You know, when, uh, you know, back, in around 9-11 when they did that show in Madison Square Garden, you know, Edge and Seth's match went over time and because of that, Zelina Vega's match got cut, even though that was supposed to be like a very special moment for her with the whole, you know, her father dying in 9-11, they were, you know, MSG. And so I feel like there's, it's this, it's another example of how the women aren't given the same amount of respect, nor are they given the same amount of power in the sense that Sasha and Naomi very clearly want to build this tag team division. Sasha has championed this division, you know, for years, and then they finally got it, and they always do, like, fuck all with it. They never really give the women's tag division enough shine. They're always splitting up teams that need to stay together. They're never, you know, they always find a way to include the women's tag champions and put them in storylines with the women's champions, like, they have a hard time booking the division as a division. You know, when you look at the last two sets of tag champions, you, know, you had Rhea and Nikki. Then you had Carmella and Zelina. Both of those teams, those reigns were lackluster because they had no teams to go up against. You know, Zelina Vega and Carmella held those belts. They won them off of Nikki and Rhea. Then they defended it against them. And then they didn't defend it again until Mania when it was time for them to drop them because there was no division. And now you have Sasha and Naomi in the situation where they're clearly investing in their team. They are clearly trying to rebuild this division and they're demanding that this division be given the same amount of care and the same amount of time that you see given to the men and, you know, the other divisions that they have. And now they're being told that not only is their feud with Piper and Nikki being shelved until, you know, or postponed until a later date, but now they're going to be doing their own thing on separate shows for what, you know, like the ideal way for all these three championships to coexist is that the raw women's champion has one storyline. SmackDown women's champion has another. And then the tag champions have another. That's, you know, that's like, uh, I can't do math. Hold on. It's about like 12 women. That can be showcased because you got two on Raw and SmackDown. That's, you know, four. Then you got the women's tag team champions. That's six. And then the uh, and then the defenders, which is like, okay, that's eight. By shelving the feud between Dewdrop and Nikki until Money in the Bank, that means you're pushing them out of TV. Because what are they going to do while Sasha and Naomi are feuding with Bianca and Ronda? They're not going to be doing it. So then you're cutting that off. And then by sticking Naomi to Bianca and Sasha to Ronda, you're cutting off the divisions again because what are the other women on Ronda going to do 
while Bianca and Ronda are feuding with the tag champions. You know, I feel like their criticisms for the creative direction were very valid because it doesn't make any sense. And then seeing as Bianca and Ronda are both faces, does that mean that they were going to turn Sasha and Naomi heel? Because that doesn't work either. So I think in this situation, they were well, very well within their right to walk out because, again, they are top billing superstars. And we've said it before that Sasha is at a level where she no longer needs WWE. WWE needs her. And so if anyone were to walk out to demand change, it should be Sasha. And Naomi's another one who's very well respected, very well connected in the back, both, you know, with, you know, through her husband and just through tenure alone. You know, they have, both of these women have given so much to WWE as a whole, and they have earned every ounce of respect that they get. And they, and even then, they're not fully res- given the right amount of respect that they deserve. And so I think them walking out is something that needed to happen for what they're fighting for, because in the situations with Tony and with Jeff Hardy, they walked out for themselves. Whether you think they're valid or not, that doesn't change the fact that they walked out for themselves. Sasha and Naomi walked out to elevate the division because they believe they believe in this tag division, in these tag team belts, and they believe that this division needs to be elevated and treated with the same amount of respect that they give to the other divisions. They walked out not just because they don't like how they're going to be booked. They don't like how the division as a whole is being booked and being, you know, put on, you know, put on hold because, you know, they just want the current champions to be put over. You know, they both walked out because it's something that they're believing in. And this is something that they're fighting for. They're walking out for a greater purpose. And I believe that because they walked out, change will start to happen. Because you can't have someone the caliber of Sasha Banks and Naomi walk out before a taping and not look at yourself and realize that you fucked up. So I hope WWE gets their shit together. I'm not, I don't, I'm not understanding why they've aired out this statement because they haven't in the past. Like when Randy has walked out, when Stone Cold has walked out, when CM Punk has walked out. They, they've never really aired out a statement like this. Not even when Jeff Hardy did it, when Tony did it. Why now? Why in this situation did they feel the need to release a statement, especially a statement that is so inflammatory against the people walking out? And then the fan reaction has just been abysmal. And the clear double standard they're at play, seeing that Naomi and Sasha are just being dragged through the mud just because they want this division to be booked better because they're demanding better, not just for themselves, but for the other women in this division. And it's infuriating, it's frustrating, and it's stressful. And I just hope and pray to whatever God is out there that WWE starts doing better and being better. But... Now we're going to turn it over to Nicole. Um, I mean, again, I just, I, it's just so much hearsay, um, um, hearsay, she say, or whatever, that it's to the point where it's just like, this sounds mean, like, I don't want to hear about it because it's like, that statement was just weird to me. And I haven't heard anything directly from, Sasha and or Naomi since they were the ones obviously personally affected like I don't give a shit about any type of um statement WWE would like to release a release I really do think that was released because I feel like the producer was probably Michael Hayes and he probably got in his fucking feelings while he's sitting there sweating all over the fucking place and was like I'll show them and probably went to Vince and made this huge scene because again and then this obviously this is me just speculating I don't have any insider knowledge but I think this is just how the pat and this is just in general I think producers and or creative has 
low-key been getting like the short end of the stick and been disrespected and trampled on for so long that this was probably like just like probably just like a trigger and it was just like I'm not doing this like I'm sick of changing stuff all the time like getting criticized for what we're doing so on and so on so I think that's why there wasn't much of a budge or when they said they were gonna um, budge and then they didn't do it because I think it was them trying to angle themselves and be like I'm finally pushing back and I'm not gonna get bullied or I don't want to say bullied essentially, but I'm not trying to get made to change something again because that always happens, which is true. Like how many stories have you heard from people like Mox and Jericho and so many others who say like they'll get something from creative and they'll just laugh at their face and be like, I'm not doing it. And Cody even said something recently, like he was like, yeah, he's like, I'll listen, I'll nod. Using, you know, someone from creative, you know, gave me an idea, but I'll just like turn around, ignore them and not do it. And I think it was just like, I think it was probably a culmination of all that, of people being in their egos and being in their feelings. Um, And then also at the same time, I think it's very stupid. Like Sasha has like a very good agent. Um, Naomi, obviously she has like so much, like, I feel like she has so much untapped, like star power because, and also in a sense, it's like, do you really want to permanently lose Sasha this early to Hollywood or would you permanently want to use, lose Sasha to AEW or to, because that's where they would go Mm -hmm. if we're being real. No matter how much Tony is trying to cut corners and save, like, they would know those two are fucking stars. And he would, quote unquote, let 10 more people's contracts, quote unquote, run out to get them signed. And be able to pay for it. And at the same time, I just think it's weird because of, like, I don't know if they forgot, but, like, Naomi is an uh, analyze. And then Roman could be really petty, be like, well, you're treating my family like this. I'm not showing up to SmackDown. We're not showing up to SmackDown. Have fun. Or, again, this is all speculation because obviously we don't know if it's confirmed. Or Rock could be like, he's like, you know that. Um, WrestleMania that I said I was going to do, I'm not going to do it anymore. I just think it's fucking stupid. Like, they just need to check their egos. Especially if it's something like it was legitimate, like, great. Like, it was, like, legitimate ideas for them to, like, not only develop themselves, but also to use other fucking people. Stop using the six, same six, seven fucking women every week. It's not necessary. And they're right. That's all really I have to say about that. I think they just need to smart up before they do some dumb shit and really mess up their pockets. Well, Donnie's here. So, since Donnie is here, I'll let him go and then we'll finish. Um, like Nicole said, they kind of figure out what happened because they won't speak as far as me. But I think that they were trying to get the tag division up and going because that's what they've been doing lately. And then you're trying to divide them up for about a month month and a half of until money in the bank and that's kind of crazy so if that is the case I stand behind him they gotta smarten up 
it's not our fault that, or it's not their fault that your raw roster is booked and busy and your SmackDown roster is lacking. Well, all I'm going to say. Um, they said everything that needed to be said. Um, the only thing that I don't like is to double down on what Nicole said. It's very interesting how Roman and Cody, Cody just got fucking back there. So how come Cody can voice his frustrations and, and nobody causes a fucking scene? Everything Whoa. goes smooth on TV. I'm going to be a slight devil's advocate. So he hasn't said this hasn't happened yet. But this was someone gave him a scenario because they were like, well, you know, obviously WWE is famous for quote unquote their creative. And he was like, you know, yeah, listen, and blah, blah. But he was like, I know what's right for me and my character. He's like, you know, why <laughs> listen to them? Probably not. But he was like, he's like, well, I do what they suggest. Probably not, but he's like, I'll listen, which is fair. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, I think, and then I know this goes into what I have said before, and I like to, and I like to remind people when I'm right, when people were getting really mad about shit with Charlotte, and they were like, well, how Charlotte's such a big star. Why doesn't she act advocate for this and this change? Why doesn't she do this? And I was like, because they don't fucking listen to the women. Like, they think that y'all do. Like, y'all think that they do. Like, the amount of times that there are reports of Charlotte not agreeing with creative and her still having to do it. Like, even Becky, who is, you know, at this point at a higher level, she she wanted to drop the belt to Shayna at WrestleMania. And they told her no. And then jokes on them, it turned out she was pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Like, the women don't have sway the way yeah. that the men do. And that's always been a gripe that I've had because you can't continue to, you know, like, constantly shaft your women and not give them the same power that you afford the men. Well, the problem I have with that is that if we're going to be real, then let's be real. Sasha Banks had the star power to do whatever she wanted way before Tribal Chief came into play. So I'm confused as to why if she poses, hey, this, this doesn't make any sense. Like we're tag team champions. We're not individual competitors at the moment. If they were individual competitors... And they were opposing to it. It'd be a different story. Then I'd be like, they were being unprofessional. They didn't have anything else to do. It's not like they were embroiled in a storyline. So putting them in that six-pack challenge would have made sense, right? They didn't have tag team belts. But they do. And they're just like, we're tag team champions. Like, why are we even in in this to begin with? And she's Sasha Banks. Like, you're talking about a woman who's been on just about everybody's TV screen. If you ain't seen her on TV in The Mandalorian, you've seen her on YouTube just about across the board on every major YouTube channel from First Weepies to Vogue. She's been on Kevin Hart's just recently with Coda's Balls. Roman has been doing the circuit for WWE, sure. He goes to Jimmy Fallon, sure. But that's when he's champion. Sasha Banks wasn't always champion, and she was still doing the rounds. She was still being asked to be on people's shows. She's on her men's tip. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to shade her. I'm not trying to shade him either. But I really want you to understand, look at it. Because you got somebody who already is at the pinnacle of her career. Sasha could walk from WWE and she will be just fine. Because she already got her foot in the door. Okay? You can't say the same for everybody else. So WWE needs they have to fix it. And whoever put out that statement should be fired immediately. 
Because one, you now have reflected on the company in a piss poor light. The company looks like they are directly attacking Sasha and Naomi. And it looked that way on Monday night when we was all watching TV. This is unprofessional of you, WWE, not of the stars. This is your fucking problem, so you have to fix it. And to all you fans who out here going at Sasha and, and Naomi's neck, y'all was real mums the word when that big booty bitch was running around talking about she was tired and she couldn't do it no more and she missed out on so much. Y'all was all on her team to the point where you signed up for the whole OnlyFans. These two girls is trying to ride for a division that barely exists. Just for her to, to show up on AEW and wrestle again. Let's not get out of here. Hello. Hello. These two women was trying to get the division off the ground, not for themselves, but for the other women too. Because Piper and Nikki both were supposed to be involved in the storyline. So the walkout wasn't just to benefit them, like Rico said. It was for everybody. Shayna Baszler came out in support of them, and people who don't even work for WWE came out in support. So the problem that I'm having is how come it's okay for Tony to know her worst, but it's not okay for Sasha and Naomi to know theirs? Y'all let just as he looked like he broken in every bone he could think of. He over there at AEW letting Darby Allen fall on him off of a 50-foot ladder. And everybody's running the clip. Oh, it's so cool. His ass walked out in the middle of a fucking match. And everybody. Oh, mental health. It was mental health. You know how many dudes that's trying to call themselves, trying to clap on me and be like, well, his his mental health. More like his unchecked ego. And I'm all for, again, I want to say it's because I've done it myself. And I was, and then I'll repeat what I said. I was like, if that's the case, 100% good for him. Love that for him. If that's what it is. Turns out it wasn't. So I was right. Period. But I was like, at the same time, there's a way you go about and a way that you do shit. And the main issue is that Sasha did go through, they they, both of them, they went through the proper channels. They did everything they were supposed to do, and change still didn't happen, so they took it upon themselves to make it happen. And that was my point. Tony didn't go to nobody and tell them how she felt. She didn't try to fix it. She just left. Yeah, she took a plane and went home. She just left. Didn't say nothing to nobody, didn't do nothing. She just bounced. She did not go through the proper channels. Not even Jeff. His ass walked out in the middle of a fucking match. So you can't compare the situations because they're not comparable. It is what it is. But I tell you what, y'all ain't gonna be on my timeline shitting on these two black girls while they trying to fight for more than themselves. And I, I, it's always like that. It is always when the girls, or even when it's black men, period, when it's black women, especially, they out there trying to do something trying. <laughs> for everybody, for everybody. They're the ones who have to take the brunt of the heat. But you know what? It's going to come back on y'all tenfold because not only did TMZ pick it up, but so did E! News. I saw some of the blogs running the story. You feel what I'm saying? That's just, if they don't fix it, it's going to look bad on WWE. And if they lose Sasha Banks, it's your fault. You did it to yourself. Oops, sorry. You did it to yourself. Well, this could have been fixed with you just changing the fucking match. Like you changed it Monday, but and then Becky, I don't know what the fuck is going on with you either because the blogs say that your ass is the one who suggested that they go on air and tell everybody that you know 
they left. You're the one who pitched and was like, we should do the segment where I go out and tell them that they left. Why? Why did you even have to bring them into it? You could have just said, I want the match with Oscar alone. You could have pitched that segment differently. You chose to use the angle to go forward with it. For what? Corey, too. Y'all are on national television. And I don't know why Vince decided to, to push it forward and like, we're going to go with this angle. We're going to keep doubling down on it. It didn't do nothing but bring more light to it to force people to ask more questions. And now everybody has turned against you and are all on Naomi and Sasha's side. The ones who have half a brain are. So whatever you got come to, you earned it. But I know I had to take a break now. I'm probably going to continue taking a break because y'all done pissed me off. I don't like it. And I really want to know what Sasha and Naomi, what really happened. I'm very curious as to what is going on. And since they done, from what I understand, they done set the belts down. They done gave the belts back to them. Now, if they decide to do a championship scramble for the titles Friday, Then you know some shit is up. And that's not going to be a good sign. It's just media-wise. And like I said, I do agree. Whoever sent that statement out needs to get fired. Because ain't no way. Because it looks inflammatory, especially when you go to board members. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, what is this? You do not put your company's business out in the street like that. That is not how you operate. You don't do that. And you don't intentionally just attack one of your employees in the public like that. It's like sounding a dog whistle. They start coming. You can't do them like that. The same thing Tony Khan did to to, um, Swole is the same thing your asses did, but you tried to do it through a little bitty paper and post it. And then your ass doubled down on this shit and had to post it on your website and on your um Twitter account. So whatever you got coming, you damn sure earned. And on that note, unless y'all got something else to say, we out. Um This asparagus is good as fuck. Um, (laughs) My thing is, I hope Becky wasn't the one to suggest it, especially since she's friends with Naomi, so I think that's odd. Um, The one thing I noticed is that Corey has been super silent. Of course. Well, usually when he does say some Lately, especially if he said something like off-color, people try to drag him for it. He'll just come on and just be like, you know what? It's whatever. It's whatever. Like, he has not said shit. I know Carmella said something. Because someone was coming at it. I think someone went to her comment section. And she was like, he has a job to do. You act as if, like, she was like, you guys act as if, like, everything he says on commentary is what he actually, like, means. So I think he was like, reading a script and they told him to say that i still don't like it but i think that might be the case that's my cause honestly renee did it all the time my michael has also refused to say shit Corey got enough power to be able to say what he wants to say and what he don't. He been there. Pat don't listen to, to nobody. Period. Hey. <laughs> and Pat ain't got the tenure Corey got. So that's why I don't understand. Like, people want to say, like, oh, he's doing his job. He can't refuse to say that. And like I said, Don said, um, Renee has done it countless of times. 
Michael Cole has. I would have just got it. Cat, Cat don't even listen to that side of the headphones. He don't even listen. He don't care. So don't. <laughs> Unless it's important just, where they gotta announce the matches and stuff, you know. But he tunes Cat, out. He just be living his best life. <laughs> I was, so don't so don't give him. He's doing that job bullshit. He's just a little. He's just a little baby. He ain't doing his job when he was going at Byron Nick. Talking about Byron being in college and shit and going at his collegiate skills and shit. He ain't doing his job then. He was being a dick. Nobody said nothing about that. So if he could do all of that, then his ass could have kept his mouth shut for that shit too. He could have said it once and left it at that. I wouldn't have went back to it. Would you... No, I don't want to hear this. He's doing his job. What? I'm doing his job. I'm going to kiss my ass. <laughs> Here we go. We're going to go because we can't go on this. I've been talking about this for 24 hours and I'm tired. And I don't want to talk about it anymore. Until those women come out and say something else that I don't have nothing else to say about it. I wish them both the best of luck and I hope that they can fix this and get this rectified so we can go back to just watching TV and yelling at it. (laughs) So we can stop worrying and debating and trying to figure shit out. I'm sick of it. Just fix it, WWE, so we can finish watching TV in peace. Now we we finna go. Because it ruined my whole, like, this has ruined my week so far. Right? Right? I ain't ain't watching, I'm not watching NXT. I didn't watch it. Um, I'm not watching SmackDown this week. I'm kicking a book. So if y'all upset, I suggest you do the same. But everybody's asking the same question as what's going on, and I guess we'll just have to wait and see. With all that being said, y'all can follow us on social media. You can follow us at Down for the Count 19, or you can follow us on Twitter. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Down for the Count 19. You can follow us on Instagram at D4TC underscore podcast. And you always can be a part of our bigger family with at We Love Wrestling. They post regularly, and countless of others who are on Twitter and Instagram. And then Don and Rico have their socials, which I'll let them give you. And then we are going to be out. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at eh underscore so what, and on Twitter at dbofo. You can follow me on Instagram at Kelly Rowland. Oh my god! He's <laughs> 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 so stupid. Right, Stupid. Peace up. No A-Town down.